dolphins and jags. What a drag! Welcome, football fans, to the Surf and Artificial Turf Podcast. I'm Baxter Hill. This is my co-host, Casey Thompson. Casey, how was your week, buddy? Week was great. We went to Disney and stayed at the Grand Floridian and had a great time. Um, Until the last night that we were there overnight, uh, Jess got very sick. Mm, mm. And... Uh, now I am sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, therefore, we believe it is the stomach flu of some variety. And um, me and her are going through it. Kids are fine, that's uh, so that's good. Uh, and it wasn't really an issue when we were there in terms of the kids were fine um, sleeping in a in a new locale. Yeah, all that was okay. Emmy, Where'd you Emmy stay? Had Grand Floridian. I already said that. You're doing great. Um, our wives are texting. I had to, I had to read what was happening. So, okay. Um, it's not important. Both kids right now though, not sleeping well, but, uh, Emmy, um, Emmy slept okay there. Elliot wants to go back just for the sleeping arrangement where he sleeps with me in the same bed because he Mm. absolutely Mm -hmm. loves that. Um, uh, that is, I think, the thing he misses most about Disney <laughs> is the sleeping arrangement. He loves uh, sleeping with me. I don't actually mind it. Um, you know, he, he's he, it's not like he wakes up any earlier and he doesn't really um, do anything during the night that is uh, keeps me up or anything like that. Emmy, on the other hand, um, did wake up early a couple times, but I, another thing where like she sleeps in the bed with Jess and then it's just like she's fine. Mm-hmm. yeah co-sleeping it, i don't mind the co-sleeping all that much like uh laura is absolutely opposed to it but ellie comes in the bedroom and lays down it doesn't it don't bother me one bit um we did we did the the weekend at, at disney and ellie was asleep soundly every night from just you know being so exhausted it didn't really matter all that much she she slept on like an air mattress bed situation next to us. And she was asleep before I finished the book every single night. It was pretty clutch. Uh, I haven't really done anything this week. I'm sure you're shocked to hear. Uh, I shaved my beard a little bit. I got a little, I got a little trim here. Um, you know, that's probably pretty much the uh, the most notable thing I've done this week. That's incredible, man. Just keep us posted on that, <laughs> would you? <laughs> oh, man. Listen, so I got the uh, trimmer from uh, Dollar Shave Club. Okay. And it just doesn't have enough settings. It only has, like, the two guards. So, like, this is the, the longer one. And I wish that there was one that I could get that was a little bit longer than this. Uh, so I didn't have to, like fully grow my beard back out every single time that I wanted to trim it. Just buy a um, razor, dude. Well, that would not help. Why would I... I don't want a razor. I want a beard trimmer. Well, no. Well, that's what... Okay, trimmer, razor, whatever you want to call it. I call mm-hmm. it electric razor, but with a guard that is longer. I mean, that's what well, I... Well, I... Like, but I... Yeah, I but I bought this one, and it just... I'm not trying to buy another one. You know what I mean? 
Money doesn't you didn't just look grow at the on trees. You didn't look at the garden at length? I thought, well, so listen, one, I thought that the one that it came with was going to be long enough. And two, I was like, if it's not, it'll just, you know, get a universal guard. Those don't exist. You cannot buy universal guards off of uh, Amazon. Let me tell you. They're all very specific to the uh, the razor head. Very uh-huh. annoying. Uh, you want to talk? You want? Hey, do you want to talk about football? Uh, what are you drinking? Because I don't, buddy. Uh, I'm drinking the Cashmere IPA. What about you? Water. water and water. Pepto and Pepto Bismol. Some Ritz crackers. Mm. <laughs> very good. Very good. All right. Let's talk some football. Hey. Mm-hmm. Jags whiff on Monday night versus Bengals, thirty-four to thirty-one. Uh, offensively, I didn't really mind the offense. It was pretty good. You know, Trevor was on pace for another really, really good game. Um, pretty strong, um, all-around performance from the offense. Uh, the only thing, again, as we talk about uh, on a regular basis, uh, I took a little bit of a problem with. The rushing amount, and I guess at this point, it's kind of like I, we should just get over it because it's never going to happen. But first play, first drive was seven plays with three runs. Second drive was uh, zero runs and a three and out. Third drive was ten plays with with four runs. This was a game that they could have had an opportunity of shortening the game, especially once they saw what was happening on the defensive side of the ball. Their offense could have done a lot better of a job holding holding the ball, especially against uh, this terrible, terrible run defense, um, which the Jacks didn't really like ever try and put them into a position where they had to show that they could stop the run. Um, but, uh, I mean, they put up 31 points, and Trevor was, Trevor was cooking uh, before – uh, the injury, which apparently he's part Gumby, part Wolverine, because um, he's back at practice, looking nice. Uh, but yeah, that's that's my take on the offense from this week. Uh, yeah, frustrating. Uh, another frustrating game from a uh, running standpoint. <clears throat> um, I don't know. It's your offensive line. Um, you know, and especially now with another injury, it's it's not yep. great. Um, especially, especially for run block. Uh, but of course, I mean, this injury was a little bit of a multiple things kind of happened to have that mm-hmm. for it to happen type of thing um, with with Trevor getting injured on on, the, on that play. But um, I mean, it's just it's just been a it's been a struggle um, this this season. Um, you allowed four sacks, so that's not not ideal. No, uh, and I, I probably even uh, the bigger issue right now is you know lost Christian Kirk probably till maybe at the earliest a championship game if he's going to be able to come back um, with that testicular torsion injury, which that's a new one for me. Sounds uh, absolutely like maybe the worst injury I've ever heard of in my life. Um, but he's probably out. You probably lost. Uh, Walker Little, at least for a week. It's just you've been pretty, pretty healthy, uh, and now you're going to start amassing some more injuries to some key players um, coming down the stretch in a couple of games where you're absolutely going to have to win so that you don't start to fall behind here. Uh, defensively, 
this is probably one of the worst tackling games I've ever seen in my life. In fact, this was uh, their worst game. If you combine it with the last two before this, then you it equals the same amount of missed tackles. And the game before it against the Texans was their second most missed tackles that they'd had all year at 10. They had 13 missed tackles in this game, according to PFF. Um, you know, Tyson got beat once by Jamar Chase. Uh, it happens. You know, it happens to every corner. Uh, but you can't have 13 missed tackles and expect to, to win a football game. Yeah, um, not at all what we expected going in there with Jake Browning as no. quarterback. I I don't. It's so hard to explain with the way that this Jags defense has been performing for that to be the effort to, you know, yeah. that we see. Uh, very concerning. Be just because, I mean, they, uh, you matched up well against them, right? Weak offensive line. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a great corner to match up against Chase. I mean, on paper, it just looks like it's going to. Uh, be in your favor uh, not to mention it's Jake Browning yeah but 32 for 37 for 354 yards is wild yeah uh, and it was really interesting because in the first quarter his average of target target was negative yardage and then in the second quarter they just completely just turned it around and started throwing the ball deep um, the Taylor brothers strike again um Zach Taylor in this game, you know, they're amassing a good drive. And then all of a sudden he decides he's just going to unfurl uh, a, a double reverse and then a, a wide receiver pass. It's just like the Taylor brothers can't help themselves when they have a good drive going that they got to kill it with some stupid ass trick play. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's definitely concerning. You're definitely going to need to get back on track defensively, uh, especially with. Uh, the offense at least being down Christian Kirk uh, and then possibly also being down Trevor in a game that I, I think Loki against the Browns is a game that you they, they need to win. You can't be going into the last three games of the season with only the tiebreaker as your, as your advantage. I was hoping that this week and this last week on Monday night would have been wins that would have given, given you the buffer where you we're kind of cruising down the down the stretch, and now you're going to kind of put yourself into a position, especially if Trevor can't play, um, where you're going to be in a bind and you're going to have to pick up the last three games. You're going to have to win all three of them. Do you have anything else you want to say about this game? No, sir. Let's move on. Dolphins nuke Commanders. What is a fantasy corner? Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, if if you are a Christian Kirk owner, I would say pick up Parker Washington. But my question to you is, even if you're not a Christian Kirk owner, do you think Parker Washington is worth an ad? In a standard league? Um, probably not. This offense just hasn't been something that has been full of fantasy life. Um, Where is Kirk? And uh, this offensive line is has gonna have injuries. Trevor's hurt. I don't know. It's I. Uh, I don't think it's it's really worth it at this point. Just because Parker 
was targeted a little bit more after Kirk went out and got that touchdown, obviously. Um, you know, I, I think the offense is going to be still around Ingram, Ridley, and Jones. And so you're adding the fourth option in a Jags offense in the passing game. And, you know, that's excluding ETN. I, I'm not, I'm not quite uh, going to go and pick him up and drop someone unless that person that you're dropping is really bad. Or, yeah, Christian Kirk currently wide Kirk. receiver 28. Um, I agree. I think uh, I, I think the person who's going to benefit the most with the Kirk injury is going to be Evan Ingram. Uh, I think that, that he's going to become that guy that Trevor looks to on those got to have it plays where Christian Kirk was kind of that guy. Um, I think Evan's kind of been that guy where Trevor throws him the ball, he's going to catch it, and he's going to pick up a couple of extra yards. So I would agree. Uh, Christian Kirk, uh, pick up Parker Washington if you have have slash had Christian Kirk. Um, and he, you know, may, maybe he could win you a fantasy league down the stretch, with especially with them playing against the Panthers. Um, maybe not, but it wouldn't hurt to add him, especially for those Christian Kirk owners out there. Dolphins, new commanders, 45-15. Their third running back. Oh, he threw it right to Van Ginkle. Goodbye. Another defensive touchdown for the Dolphins. Back-to-back weeks. What you got? Uh, I mean, you got, have, you, have you been watching Hard Knocks? Yes, yes. I, I watched it today with, with Jack. Jack and I watched Hard Knocks today. Uh, it's just a fun team. You know, mm-hmm. um, and when I know it's a somehow a knock against us, but when we play these teams that are easy, we fucking smoke them, and it's just fun to watch. But you should, uh, yeah, yeah, you, you know, and uh, yeah, I mean, what's the alternative? You know, you lose a, you lose against one of these. You teams barely lose. You barely lose to Jake Browning's the alternative. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, I, I, you want to take care of business against these teams. You want. Mm. Um, the division you want the one seed so um, you know I don't mind that uh, no serious injuries uh, luckily Jerome Baker it looked bad at the at this at the time but um, somehow his knee is intact and should be good to go in a couple weeks other than that I mean Tyreek continuing that 2,000 yard pace uh, commanders are the commanders you know, mm. uh, our defense is incredible. Uh, our cornerbacks with Jalen Ramsey out there, just completely shutting down Terry McLaurin. Uh, I mean, it's just it's it's a team that's really fun to watch. I think it's going to continue to be fun to watch, especially these next two weeks, uh, and just continue to take care of business uh, and no injuries. I mean, that's all all you can really ask for. Mm. Uh, Devon Achan is back. Uh, couple touchdowns in this game most are adding to his uh touchdown lead i mean it's just it is i don't know it, to me it's the best team i have watched uh best miami Dolphins team i've watched so it is fun to watch on a week-to-week basis and that's all i got on this game yeah i mean big shout out to uh Van Ginkle, a.k.a. Hugh Wang, um, coming in for Jalen Phillips and had probably the game of his career 
um, with pick six, a lot of quarterback pressures uh, around the ball a ton. Uh, was super fun to watch, especially at the beginning of that game. And then for Hard Knocks, obviously they do a lot of interviews and then how the game goes kind of feeds into which ones they show. But getting to see his family, getting to see his wife and his kids um, in Hard Knocks and then uh, them watching the game and him him having the game of his career was a lot of fun uh, way to kind of like filter that game afterwards. Um, also liked seeing uh, Tyreek going up to be enemy, talking to him. Um, yeah. But I mean, from the game itself, like you said, you want to beat the bad teams and you want to beat them soundly. And that's what the uh, Dolphins do. Um, and they're going to get another chance to do that again uh, this week. So let's get into the preview. Jags at Browns, a one o'clock kick. The Jags are a uh, three point underdog. My offensive matchup, uh, Jags pass block, which is 18th versus Browns pass rush, which is third. Um, you're probably, uh, you're definitely getting yet again, another offensive line set up on your third left tackle. Whatever quarterback plays, one is going to have to get the ball out quick. Uh, they're going to have to come up with a good pass blocking scheme where running backs are being utilized. Um, tight ends are being utilized. Uh, a lot of max protect with uh, not a lot of people out in the routes when they do pass the ball. They're just going to have to get creative and they're just going to have to help their offensive tackles and not leave them out on islands this game. Uh, yeah, this this game uh, is a shit show. Otherwise, I think that I don't know, man. It, it, if there was a game to have a ETN game, this would be the best game to have it. Um, and just make it short, and also get out of there alive. And really, your your defense should be the focal point in this game to 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 win it. I think he's going to be heavily relied upon, um, or should be. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. We say it every week. I get that your offense hasn't been great, but I don't know. It's uh, I mean, run offense. I but the concept of Miles Garrett against your third string left tackle really concerns me, and. The fact that Kirk isn't out there and Trevor is going to, at best, be a little bit slower in the rainy conditions. I mean, it it all is concerning. Um, if you can get out of here with a win and no injuries, I mean, that, that's, that would be incredible. <laughs> yeah, and, and here's the reason why, to me, this game is important and why I am pro Trevor playing in this game is because of losing to the Bengals, right? You lose back-to-back games against the Bengals and uh, then the Browns. You're up against the tiebreaker going into a Sunday night football game against the Ravens where you could potentially then be behind the Texans if you have a three-game losing streak here. Uh, you have to pick this game up against the Browns. Um, you have to figure it out. You're going to have to pass the football, so you're going to have to be prepared for Miles Garrett. You're going to have to have a plan. 
uh, this year going into these games, it hasn't seemed like they have had a plan. Hopefully with a banged up Trevor, who's probably going to give it a go. Hopefully they finally figure out that maybe we should have a plan other than just, we're going to just block the guys in front of us. Um, and we see some of that stuff. That'll, that'll be helpful. Um, defensively, I'm looking at uh, Jags tackling, which is 10th in the NFL uh, versus themselves not tackling. Uh, again, I don't think that the problem last week was Jake Browning. I don't think that the problem was your corners. I think the problem was uh, when you had the opportunity to tack some, tackle somebody, uh, they missed. Uh, come up and tackle people. You don't have Nick Chubb in this game. You probably don't have Amari Cooper in this game. Uh, it doesn't matter if you aren't going to tackle Elisha Moore or Donovan Peoples-Jones or whoever the hell they, br- they roll out there. Uh, if you don't tackle them, then they're going to score. Um, yes. I would be uh, surprised if Donald Peoples-Jones scored here since he is on the Lions now. Is but- he? <laughs> I see, that, but that's what I mean. Like, it, it, Whatever innocuous player they, they roll out there, obviously the, the Bengals' offenses skill positions are significantly better than the yeah. Browns, but it's, if you don't it's tackle... It's going to be Nujoku and Elijah Moore, um, mm-hmm. if anything, in this game, right? And then Ford and Hunt. Like, I mean, look, your run defense, even last week, makes an average 3.6 yards a carry. It's it's still been very consistently good. So mm-hmm. you're either ha- going to have Flacco or DTR beating you in the terrible conditions that there will be. I mean, I just... Uh, th- your concern, of course, is if they start DTR and you d- can't tackle them. Um, or they he, throw a two-yard dump off fast in Joku, and for some reason, yeah, sure. Rayshon like lightly brushes him with his shoulder when he could just wrap him up and tackle him. So uh, if they start Joe Flacco, I think that's I think that's better for you, um, personally. Yes. Yeah. Um, but um, I don't know, man. There there should not be a reason they score fourteen points in this game. Mm-hmm. So, on offense, so, yeah, it's back to the fundamentals and just hope last week was a fluke. That's really it. All right. Ready for my pick em? Sure. Trevor plays 27 to 14. Trevor doesn't play 10 to 14. You lose? Oh, yeah. Jags, regardless of who's quarterbacking. <laughs> Uh, win 17 to 9. It's crazy to me that you don't think that Trevor would give them any kind of point boost over CJ Beathard. Like that, that's crazy to me. We, we already have a beer bet that Trevor will score at, at 18 point minimum uh, fantasy points if he plays. I, I just, I watched CJ Beathard in that game and what he was doing. If Trevor would have been out there, they would have beaten, they would have beaten the big. There's no question in my mind when C.J. Beathard came in that the plays that he ran, if Trevor would have been the person running those plays, uh, that game would have had a different outcome. Titans at Dolphins, Monday Night Football. Dolphins, uh, 13.5-point favorite. Yeah, it's another game where we just got to come out here and just fucking smoke them, you know? Um, Let's start a key matchup on offense. Their uh, coverage is the fourth worst in the league. 
And we, of course, have the second highest receiving grade. Uh, looking for another Tyreek Hill, 150-plus. Get Waddle a little bit more involved um, in this one. And, you know, just Monday night, prime time, 350 for Tua, 150 for Tyreek, 100 for Waddle. And, you know, it just make it an air an air raid really i mean I, I just think like we just match up uh incredibly against them uh the commanders decided to do some one-on-ones against tyreek please tennessee if you want to do that i, we, I would love that <laughs> you know after the first one you think that they would uh you think that they would shy the safety to tyreek's side but uh as mike mcdaniel called out before the play um the safety was leaning towards waddle's side and so that's why two threw the ball a little bit towards the sideline and yes Tyreek had to make a great catch um but Tyreek should have recognized what was happening in coverage but anyway it's just like those types of things it's like it's mind-boggling to me um that you were already beating the game that way anyway uh this Titans defense has allowed some serious bad um you know quarterbacks go up and down on them uh in the passing game and this is uh, you know, the best passing offense I've ever seen is a Miami Dolphin. So let's a fan. So let's just let's see that. Oh, also one more thing. Shout out to Superfan Albert for wearing oh yeah an artificial turf T-shirt flying down to Peru. You know, really just getting all all the yeah, faces there. Thanks for that representation, Superfan Albert. I'll be sure that if I see you know in the uh, demographics somebody in Peru listening. We'll give you like a kickback of uh, the revenue that we make off of the show. We'll we'll make sure that you're properly compensated for your advertisement. Uh, this is a game where your offense could be playing Skylar Thompson and chosen Anderson in the second half. Like, there's no reason that this game shouldn't be a blowout. Um, not going to be a very exciting Monday Night Football game, like you said. Uh, the Titans. Uh, to me, are one of the worst teams in the NFL currently. Um, their their defense has no identity outside of the defensive front, having a couple of guys, Jeffrey Simmons, who's a, who's a good player. But other than that, it's just like they kind of got nothing, and your offense is just so good at even putting good defenses in a bind that this is going to be a, a, a tough, tough out for the Titans defense. Um, on offense, uh, it's Deep. really right. Sorry, on the Titans' offense, the real main concern <laughs> is, um, sorry, <laughs> is Derrick Henry. Uh, they have the eighth best uh, graded run game. Yeah, our run defense is fifth best. Um, probably even a little bit more importantly, is our tackling, um, which is only twentieth in the you know on PFF. Derek Henry can break some tackles. He still has a little juice of him. They, for some reason, kept him um, and didn't trade him for the value he has because you look around the league and you see these guys fall off a cliff and, you know, soon they're going to be out of the league. And uh, <clears throat> But Derek Henry still has it. He would be the only concern I have here. I uh, am not concerned based on our performance last week on the past events in terms of Jalen Ramsey and Xavier Howard, I expect uh, a turnover or two by Will Levis. 
Um, Javon Holland should be back. So that'll be a nice boost for the pass defense that doesn't really need it right now. But, uh, you know, if you focus on the run game, Brian Robinson had a big run in, in the game and then immediately injured his hamstring on that run and was out for the rest of the game. Um, so that kind of negated that threat for us. Uh, we still have a little bit concerned there. Jerome Baker being out, um, you know, it, it is a little bit of a step back on our run defense along with Jalen Phillips being out. Um, both our best edge run defender and best uh, linebacker run defender being out obviously a bit hurt but you know we still I think can key in on that um what we expect to be a heavy Derrick Henry game and really hopefully blow them out so quickly that um they have to kind of go away from that and it'll still be Derrick Henry screen passes which they like to do too and maybe some Tajay Spears screen passes but uh Regardless, those are less concerning because we are able to read screens, see Andrew Van Ginkle's touchdown last week really well. Um, Cater Co., who is a screen-reading god, and, you know, I'm less concerned about that. So, it's Jalen's really... also a very good tackler. It's, I think, sure. one of the things that he's sure. very uh, not not as well-known for, an uh, underrated part of Jalen's game, is he is J- a yeah, Jalen's an incredible tackler. Uh, again, Holland being back is going to be nice um, for those types of for those types of plays because he is a um, he's a ball hawk in terms of wherever. Um, even if you're a safety, like as he is, uh, he will get to a uh, tackle behind the line or just at the line on one place, just because that's the kind of player he is. So. My one of my draft uh, maybe hot takes maybe it wasn't so hot uh, as I feel like it's coming to be seem kind of correct. Uh, Will Levis and Sam Howell are basically the same player in my mind. Uh, they both kind of are, are these guys who aren't afraid to throw the ball down the field. They can make some plays. They have a little bit of mobility, uh, and you're playing basically the same quarterback back to back, and you just held the commanders who I think have a better offensive coach and better offensive weapons than the Titans to 15 points. Um, this, this game's going to be tough sledding. I, I think because uh, your offense makes other teams offenses have to be one dimensional and have to pass the ball. Uh, so you're going to get this Titans team probably pretty quickly out of what they like to do. Uh, I remember when the Titans were on a tear and they were doing well and making the playoffs, uh, that any game that they were behind in the second half, they lost. Uh, Just because of how that team's built, what they want to do, they want to run the ball, they want to lean on Derrick Henry, and they're not going to be ahead going into the second half of this game, and they're going to have to be passing the ball. Uh, Give me your pick Dolphins 42, Titans 17. Dolphins 50, Titans 6. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going you know to... getting Manning cast? Do you know, like, they're, so they're simultaneously... Yes, for one of them. Playing... Right. They're, yeah, they're simultaneously playing two Monday Night Football games for... Hate it. God knows why. Hate it. 
explain that to me, fucking NFL, you fucking idiots. Like, at least fucking time delay one. An hour? I did have... So, I did have the explanation. I did get the explanation today on one of the many football podcasts that I listened to. ESPN said that they are trying to recreate the Sunday uh, daytime feel with these two games. And I think what that means is a lot like what happened this week. You're watching the Dolphins game and the Dolphins are absolutely crushing the Commanders. No longer a fun game for casuals to watch. You just flip over to the other game. So I think what they're hoping is that with these two Monday night games, if one of them, this game, is an absolute fucking blowout and the other one is potentially good and you just flip over to that one. Many casts? Neither game. Oh, <laughs> there you go. I'm taking this week off. Yeah, they said pass. What's the, uh, what's the, do you have the announcing crew there for the Dolphins? Hold, please, for dramatic uh, effect. We're getting like yeah, the booger mobile for the, for the Titans and Dolphins game. Because what's the other game? Packers, Giants? That's more likely to be Joe Buck, yeah? Yeah, I would imagine that uh, any New York team is going to get the more favorable draw. Um, all right, please hold as I quickly search this. I was still looking at things. All right, it's going to be Chris Fowler, Lewis Riddick, and Dana, Dan Orlovsky. Uh, Ooh, for so the, the okay. um, There was like, um, this was the crew that was on the... London, uh, London, Germany, the Germany game. Mm-hmm. I like all of that except for Lewis Riddick. Not a huge Lewis Riddick fan. Um, all right. We are going to eschew the game because uh, Casey's, you know, battling oh, through it. No, hold on. Hold on now. Oh, boy. Now I'm saying, now I'm seeing that Manicast will take place during ESPN's broadcast of the both. And they're just going to flip back and forth to whichever one they, they want to talk okay, about. Okay, they just they announced it earlier this week. Um, so they're going to be watching both games. Great, that'll be fun. Interesting. All right. Well, um, yeah, that that'll be interesting. Sure. There's a, that's know. a lot of screens going on at once. A Peyton yeah, and Eli, and then that, two game I, I screens. Like, I care so little about Packers and Giants. So, like, what? Yeah, exactly. What is that going to look like watching it? Because um, you're going to have, like, it's already so small when mm-hmm. Peyton and Eli are on it. Having a second game and that second game being Packers Giants, where I care so little about. You have to um, stand next to your television to make sure that the Dolphins game is the only thing in your field of view. It's really unfortunate because I, I was actually looking forward to. Um, to hopefully hearing the Mannings uh, talk about uh, this offense. Uh, I imagine that this offense would be the one they focus on the most. Uh, And then maybe Love second, followed by Levis third, followed by Danny DeVito. (laughs) Nah, I don't know. They probably would talk about Tommy DeVito a decent amount with Eli. Moving on. Now it's time for everybody's favorite segment. Casey's Casino Corner. All right, all right, all right. Let's do this speed round. I did say we're 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 not playing the game this week because Casey's sick. 
fucking sick, bro. Um, let's start under special week. Jags Browns under thirty four. My under special of the week. Chargers Raiders under forty two and a half. Um, yeah, like I said, weather conditions, forty degree weather, thirty degree gusts of wind, raining. Cleveland December. Who would live in Cleveland? Honestly, not me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Cleveland take that off of the December. list of places we're gonna all move together. Cleveland, you're off the list. Yeah. Uh, let's do Broncos Chargers. Broncos plus three. Raiders. Uh, Broncos playing really. What? Right? No, no. Broncos Chargers. Don't do that. To Am me. I wrong? Um. Raiders are playing the Vikings. Um, so, folks up. What's so concerning? <laughs> well, my under is special of the weakest for two weeks from now. Chargers Raiders under 42 and a half. All right, I'll do better. I didn't even catch that. Mm-hmm. Um, get it in now, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Broncos plus three over the Chargers. Uh, Broncos playing really relatively. Um, Chargers don't blow anyone out. Mm. Sure. My new under special of the week. <laughs> okay. Panthers at Saints under 38 and a half. Let's ride. Um, sure. That's fine. Olave, Hill, both looking like they're going to be out, so... It's unless Kamara has the game of his life. Car, concussion, um, broken ribs, yeah. and also going to play for some reason. Who knows? Because <laughs> they're fighting for the division. What do you mean? Who knows? Nothing. They they go strong for that fourth seed yeah. every year. Got to uh, compete. One more. Uh, last one I'm going to do, which is a teaser. Uh, Ravens are playing the Rams, teasing the Ravens down to minus one and a half. Over the Rams at home, uh, the Bengals, they are playing the Colts, going to tease them up to plus seven and a half uh, at home. So I have Ravens minus one and a half against the Rams, Bengals plus seven and a half against the Colts. The Ravens have to win. Colts have to not lose by uh, more than a touchdown. Bengals. Jesus Christ. The Bengals... Don't can't lose by more than a touchdown. Can't lose by more than a touchdown. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I like it. I, I I have enjoyed the Colts. Um, I like what they're doing, but I don't see them blowing this Bengals team out. Yeah, look, the Titans suck, and I told you this last week, and that's why I won my Titans bet last week. Uh, even though that game went to overtime, uh, I still won because. Uh, the Colts barely won it in overtime. Uh, and that's because, you know, it's a big drop-off without Jonathan Taylor in the red zone. Colts offense in the red zone is not great without Jonathan Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um, and they Running are backs are valuable. Who this knew? Week. Yeah, who knew? Uh, they're not going to have him back this week. And Browning look good. And they're going to be at home getting seven and a half points. I'll take that. Sure. You got anything else you want to say this week? Casey, feel Sign better. Up, up, we will be back next Thanks, week. Man. Don't forget to rate and Every subscribe week. on Apple Podcasts. Every fucking week. Yeah, maybe from now on, we should just say when we're not sick. <laughs> <laughs>
And then if if we don't say <laughs> yeah. anything, just assume one of us is sick. Um, don't forget to rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts for us to be so kind. You can find them. Follow us at Surfing Artificial Turf, all one word on Twitter. Email us, please, at the same thing. Surfing Artificial Turf at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you all next week on the Surfing Artificial Turf podcast.